Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. If you're not familiar with the Inside Scoop, it's a podcast dedicated to helping parents learn about the soccer pathways that would be available to their child if they lived in another city around the world. As soccer season comes to an end, I promise you guys to crank out more of those interviews from around the world. I got some good ones lined up, so I so stay tuned. I look forward to uh, sharing those with you. This show is sponsored in part by Anytime Soccer Training. Anytime Soccer Training is a web application that will host over 101 fun skill-based soccer games and over 1,000 100% follow along training videos. And if you listen to the last show, or if you're a member of Anytime Soccer Training, then you know we have started adding what I'm calling these mini skill move introduction videos. Again, all the content is 100% follow along. So if you are not a member of Anytime Soccer Training, I'm going to ask you to picture this. Imagine a typical training video having four moves you repeat several times and it adds up to about 10 minutes well what we're doing is we're taking each one of those moves and we're turning that move into a four minute intro video again 100 follow along so in this case there will be four four minute intro videos before you even get to the main 10 minute video where your child can practice that one move um, several times to make sure it's times, but to make sure they get it. Then by the time they get to the uh, complete training video, they will know that move. And now we're just getting into reps. We're doing this because we want the technology to stand in for the parents so that you don't have to talk to them too much or try to explain too much. You just want to hit play and it's then the move will be repeated maybe four to six times. So if they don't get it the first time, that's fine. You got to do it again and do it again and do it again. And if you still don't get it, just play the video again. They will get it. And then by the time you get to the actual training session, you're just perfecting that touch, perfecting those reps because they've already gotten the skill down. In addition to that, you're getting the child to buy into the process before you're asking them to do too much. This was very, very, very important to me uh, with my kids and it's something that I wanted to manifest itself in the training program. So I've often said, especially with my younger ones, we would start with five minutes. So I wrote a blog post years ago where uh, we worked on one skill a week, right? One skill, because think about it. If you, if you can do one skill per week and you got 52 weeks and you know, subtract some of some for the off week, 30, 40 skills, right? So if you got a kid who practices one skill 40 times a week, one skill a week for 40 weeks, they will be more technical than many of the players out there. That's all you have to do. All this other stuff that we do is a bonus. So I wanted the application to sort of reflect that. So if you don't have an account or you're curious about anytime soccer training, let's go to, go to www.anytime-soccer.com. 
Um, again, that's www.anytime-soccer.com. I'll listen in the show notes and you can learn more about it. We're doing our official launch this summer where you can join for free. You can join the waiting list now. You can join for free, uh, get access to account and check it out. Now, I've, I did a show a couple of weeks back a couple of weeks back called um, Increasing Your Probability of Success, where I, where, I, where I effectively said there are these components. And if you get these components right, uh, you will increase your probability of success. You won't guarantee it, but you'll definitely increase it. And one of those components was um, it's got to really matter to you, right? You know, the more, the more you care about something, the higher the probability that you will succeed in that. And that kind of gets into that whole genre of think and, go rich, think and grow rich, sort of self-help where you start mentally um, seeing it and before you get started, it kind of gets into that. And we'll, we'll dig deeper into that in later shows, but that was the gist of it. And then the next show I followed up and said, and that's why I don't make any excuses because I don't I try not to make excuses about things that are really important to me. There are reasons why something I can't get something done, right? There, there's probably a reason why I can't run a three-hour marathon right now, but it's not, not, not an excuse. Okay. Well, there was another part to it. So then I went on to say, okay, now that you've established that um, you're not going to make excuses and you know, you get your kids out there even if they don't want to. Now, and then the next thing I said is, now, when you do that, though, you can't get on their nerves, you can't make it too long and all that kind of stuff, because you don't want to force them into doing something they don't want to do. Well, I was going to follow up with part three, which talked about sort of in detail, some of the things I do to prevent myself from losing my cool, right? And I'm going to do that, but uh I'm going to change the order a little bit. So I'm going to insert a, a, a podcast today, something that's on my mind, and then I'll do that part three next week, okay? Now, before I insert what the today's topic is, before I tell you what the today's topic is, I want to go back and remind our listeners some of the reasons why I created this podcast in the first place. One of the reasons is marketing, right? I want you to get to know me. I want you to get to learn more about any type of soccer training in the hope that you see I'm a serious person. You see I'm a person of integrity. I would not create something that was not of value to your family and your child. And so, uh, you know, I just want you to try it out and see if you like it. So that's part of why I do the podcast. And then another reason I do the podcast is because I've been there. I've done that, right? So I made so many mistakes dealing with my kids and training along the way that I want to help you avoid some of these, um, some of these mistakes to the best of my ability. And I want to build community where we can share the mistakes and the lessons learned that we have made in a safe environment so that I can benefit from your experiences. So that's another reason I created a podcast. Another reason I created a podcast is a counterweight to the mm, parent education that I receive. I always feel like it's either too general, not helpful, too utopian, or they don't talk about both sides of the ledger. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with both sides of the ledger, you will when we in this show, because we're going to talk about both sides. Well, I'm not going to go through the exhaustive, exhaustive list of why I created the podcast, but another reason I created this podcast is because I wanted an audio diary for my own boys. 
and hopefully one day my own grandchildren. I want them, I wanted my own boys and hopefully my own grandchildren when they get old enough to understand what I'm doing, to be able to listen to something and understand why, right? I wanted them to get the entire perspective. And so this is one of those shows that I hope you will enjoy, right? Um, hope you'll find interesting. But my primary purpose, believe it or not, is not necessarily marketing, not building community. It's so that my own voice can hear this particular message. And, you know, the last show we did, I, I talked about a false choice, right? Well, what happened, and I explained it, it's a false choice. It gives to give someone the option to receive a benefit without any work, basically. And so when my, uh, so when I go to, when I, when I take my voices to practice, right, they have to read 10 minutes each before they go to in the car ride. So in the car ride to practice, each of them has to read 10 minutes each, okay? And, but when I publish a new podcast, um, I give them a choice. You can read 10 minutes or you can listen to the show. And of course they always choose to listen to the show. Uh, I think that might change one day, but they always choose to listen to the show the way they can just kind of sit back and relax. And so that's an example of not giving them a false choice. And that's kind of an example of how they're going to hear this show the next time we go to practice to and from. All right. So now let's get on to the show. All right. I have worked in many industries, but two of them in particular are education and uh, youth soccer in some capacity. And youth soccer is more of a volunteer capacity. And both of those industries have something in common. They deal with young people. And they also have something else in common. If you spend any time in, in education or in youth soccer, you're going to hear adults make the following point. You know, kids develop at different rates. Kids learn at different ages or have different learning styles or learn at different rates. So in the youth soccer context, you may have a coach tell you or a trainer tell you, oh, you know, you can't really read too much into what little Johnny is doing at eight years old, as if you were a moron. You can't read too much into what little Johnny is doing at eight years old, because at 12, you know, he could be totally different, or the kid at eight uh, who is behind could be totally different at, at 14, because kids develop at different rates. This is what, this is what is told to us. And I think then they always follow up and they don't say this exactly like this and I actually don't know exactly what's going on in their mind but it has this sort of context of no accountability it's kind of infused in it and I don't think they think about it like this but and again remember I'm kind of talking to my sons but that's the way I interpret it like in addition to you can't read too much into uh, what little Johnny is doing at eight, you also can't hold anybody responsible for little Johnny's development accountable at eight years old or 10 years old either, because it quite frankly, little Johnny could be, you know, developing quite nicely, but he is developing at a rate that's different than Susie, 
right? So you can't hold the adults who are responsible for little Johnny's development um, accountable if he's behind Susie, who's at the same age, because little Susie develops is developing at a different rate than little Johnny. And little Johnny will eventually catch up. So therefore, I'm putting my hands up. Don't worry about his reading level now because he can catch up. This is what is told to us in education and then also told to us in soccer. Now, that is absolutely true in some respects. So we talked about two sides of the ledger. On one side of the ledger, that is absolutely true. You cannot, you should not, you just cannot read too much into where a child is now, right? They grow differently. They reach uh, uh, puberty differently. They have different um, mental uh, men mentalities at different ages. They mature differently. Even within my own two boys, my older one was very, um, precocious in his mental mentally so he was very focused you know willing to do anything and almost adult-like but I don't know how much of that was him being afraid to piss adults off versus just his personality my younger one is very much free-spirited so it was a little bit harder to pin him down to do different things but at the same time he's very creative and didn't care too much about what adults thought he was very independent but now I'm beginning to see um both of them shift. My older one is shifting and getting involved in a lot of different things and showing a lot of different interests, what I'm, which I'm happy about. And my younger one, I mean, he's only seven, but he's now able to focus more and more interested in training and getting better and increasing his juggling record and all that kind of stuff. So, so kids do change. So on one side of the ledger, they are absolutely right. And another area they're right is you cannot stress your kid about out about where you think they are versus everybody else. I mean, that's just wrong, a fool's errand and just crazy. Okay, so absolutely right. But there's another side of the ledger that for you and your family, you need to be crystal clear about. For me and my family, I need to be crystal clear about it. Not everybody's putting in the same work either. Right. So, yeah, we all develop at different ages. We all develop at different rates, but not everybody's putting in the same work behind the scenes. It's sort of like that proverbial iceberg um, meme that you see where on the top of the iceberg is all the stuff that people see and underneath the underneath the water. It's all the stuff that people don't see. Well, I need to see what's underneath the water before I make a true evaluation of is is your what I'm seeing. Is that a reflection of um the rate that you're maturing at, or is that a reflection of what you're doing or not doing at home? And I think we need to be crystal clear about that. I understand why our teachers and our coaches can't have that type of real talk with our parents, but that's part of why I created this podcast, to be real with my sons, be real with myself, and be real with other parents, right? Don't want to lecture you too much, but this is a um, something I had on my mind. So, so what that looks like is, and I'm going to do another podcast where I talk, where I worked out our strategy with my son and I use youth soccer with my oldest son to say, okay, you have this goal and let's try to decompose that into um, its objectives and well, strategy 
objectives and tactics and that kind of stuff. And I'm going to do a podcast on that. But for the purposes of this show, let's just say with my older son, if you are um, if you are executing the strategy that we have put in place for you, you're going to develop at a rate that's significantly, significantly faster than most of the people that you see, that you encounter. Which then brings me to my next point. There are, um, you know, in the last podcast, I always kind of put things in simple categories, which probably makes no sense to anyone else. In the last category, in the last podcast, I used the category of there are people who are um, self-starters, train on their own, or do whatever it is they got to do. They're self-motivated, intrinsically motivated. There are people who are motivated but need a push from outside or some external motivation. And then there are people who are just not going to do it regardless. They're just not motivated. And you got to figure out a way to either find something that motivates them or um, find a way to get them to get motivated, right? Well, and when it comes to athletics or education or anything in life, you know, you heard of the, you know, 80-20 rule or whatever. Well, I have another rule there, there especially when it comes to sports. There are superhumans, and then there are mere mortals. Okay, so the superhumans are the folks that you see on TV displaying. So Messi or LeBron James or Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, um, Kevin Garnett, or you know Wayne Rooney. These are superhumans, and you know, and we're going to talk about them in a second. But you can you can envision. These are people that I perceive to be superhumans. Now, you'll have the folks that uh, believe that they're not actually superhumans, that something happened to them during their developmental process that that creates the person that you see. But for the purpose of of, uh, argument, let's just assume that there's a group of people out there, and I use drop those names that just are born to do whatever it is that they're doing. Serena Williams, whatever, all right? And then there are the rest of us mere mortals, okay? The other 99 or 98% of us mere mortals. And so what I'm effectively saying is if you follow this strategy, if you're putting in the work, if you're doing, and I'll explain this strategy in another podcast, but if you're doing the things, and again, I'm talking to my sons, that I'm asking you to do and the things that you've agreed to do, you're in the whole mere mortal camp, you're rarely going to see someone who has more skill uh, than you. Now we can't control aggression and speed and tenacity and will, but on the ball, technical ability to do things with the ball that others can't, you won't see very many mere mortals at your level or who are developing at a higher clip than you. I would even go so far as to say, the older you are, the less likely it is because it's a cumulative effect as well right now only catch to that is from a soccer perspective is your technical ability it's always important but the older you are these other attributes become more important maybe talk about that another show i don't want to confuse for the message and then yes there are these um superhumans out there that you know maybe no matter what you do no matter how hard you try you're 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 gonna you might meet someone who is doing the same amount of work or more work than you 
And it also have this other it factor that you don't have. And that's just a reality, right? And it, it may happen. I think Mike Golick Jr. did an interview where, you know, he's a storied uh, college player. His dad was, a, um, I think he was a Hall of Famer. He definitely played in the NFL. And he did an interview where he was trying to do some drill at, um, at minicamp. And that was the moment that he realized that he did not have a long-term career in the NFL or he wasn't going to last. So he had sort of that superhuman uh, moment where he was like, wow, you know, I've done everything I can, but there are people out there who this is easy to them. And this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And that may happen. But the reason I'm, the reason I'm bringing that up is to say, don't, don't allow the potential of some superhuman out there don't allow that to uh, distract you from doing what you need to do, right? That's really, that's really what it boils down to. Focus on yourself, focus on what you have control over and take care of business and hold, and even though other people won't hold you accountable because they believe that you're too young, hold yourself accountable. You know what you're doing behind the scenes. And you know um, the improvements that you want to see for yourself, and don't get bought up into this um, PC euphoria of oh, kids develop at different ages. Yeah, but again, I hate to be harsh, probably horrible for sales, but I want to keep it real. But what are you doing behind the scenes? Kids do develop at different rates, rate, but you can you can improve your station you can improve your situation, right? If you're putting in just a little bit of work behind the scenes. All right, so this is Neil, that's my soapbox and I wanted to get it on tape and uh, happy, oh, oh no, by the way, I try to do the impossible. I try to record a podcast on Mother's Day with my mother, my wife and my sister-in-law and all my family at the house, we all been vaccinated. So we kind of doing our thing. And so fortunately, I think I, I think I was able to get through it. It's kind of, it's really early in the morning here. It's like seven in the morning. I think I was able to get through it without too much talking in the background. So if you hear some little mice running around, um, that's probably my nephews and my son's playing. So happy Mother's Day. Um, to all the mothers out there listening and to all the soccer dads out there, make sure you give a special kiss and a hug to the mothers out there who are holding down the fort while you're either coaching or running the kids here and there. And um, yeah, this is Neil Crawford with Anytime Soccer Training. Definitely check out anytime-soccer.com and you'll see the mini skill moves, well, the skill moves, mini intro, whatever you want to call it, videos. Uh, so you can see what I'm talking about. And the next time um, someone tells you that kids develop a certain race, then I want you to say true. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. They do. But what are you doing behind the scenes? Because you control what happens behind the scenes. You don't control what other kids are doing or other people. And you don't, you, you don't control what rate they progress at. But you do control what rate. You do control what you do behind the scenes. And this is a metaphor, last point on this, this is a metaphor for life, right? So yes, I'm talking about youth soccer. Yes, I'm talking about children. 
but it, you know you can uh, you can exclude the swap the children with in youth soccer with yourself in any industry i can swap it with myself in any industry i want to it's the same exact principles that apply all right guys have a good one and let's get better together Thank you.